Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. I'm Jake. Dude, did you hear about Fauci's emails? That's funny. You just, I feel like I just got asked this question. <laughs> I, uh, so I did just ask you and then I was like, oh, he has heard about it. Let's start. Let's go. Um, I didn't hear about it until this morning. And the only reason I heard about it this morning was because I saw a meme of uh, two children sitting in a desk. At desk, one behind the other, and the other's passing the note to the student up front. Well, the the student in the back is Hillary Clinton passing the note to Fauci, mm-hmm. and Fauci opens the, the note and it says, should have deleted them. The emails. Why? I don't know. So, because he's getting criticized for the emails? By Naturally, who? everyone, Fox News. Oh, yeah, every, everyone slash Fox News. <laughs> Well, they're they're contrasting what he said in private and what he said publicly. And the only like real issue that I've seen so far, and this is literally maybe seven minutes of research, was that like the biggest one was that he had said privately, I don't know if everyone needs to wear a mask, but then publicly was like, just to be safe, everyone should wear a mask, which I don't really think is too controversial. No. If you don't know who does and doesn't need to wear a mask, then let's just be safe and have everyone wear it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What are your thoughts? What did you hear? I, well, okay. So I think I feel like empirically when the CDC said, hey, all people who are vaccinated yeah. can don't have to wear masks yeah. and now no one wears masks. Yes. I feel like when you are giving a public statement, you have to be. You have to be. I don't know. You. You. I. I feel like you have to be as like. I still see. You have, you have to err on the side of like caution. Yes, as I much agree. as as much as possible, regardless of your own personal beliefs. Mm-hmm. Or you have, but when you get that pub, when you're you're that public figure and people are looking to you, mm-hmm. like you've got to take an air of caution. So yeah. Like I get. I get it too. I don't think that's controversial. I don't know. I'll have to do more research. Because people are talking about him considering it being man-made. <clears throat> I didn't see that in the email. Mm, interesting. Did you see that? Of course you didn't. Did you see it? Yes. What? Did, what they did redacted his response. Just saying. Why are they redacting it? Oh, I didn't see that. I only saw his. Res- I guess I. I guess I didn't see enough of them. I, <laughs> the only emails I saw were the ones like he was corresponding. <laughs> Back and forth to different people who are well. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. It was like National Health Institute or something like that, and it said uh, conspiracy gaining ground or something like that. And it's all just assumption that why is he responding? Is he entertaining the idea that it might have actually been created in the lab? So we're just. We're just a few steps away from you having to admit that UFOs are aliens. We're almost there. <laughs> that, that the UFOs that we've been seeing are aliens? Yeah, you have to admit that. If it if if it's man made. If it's if the coronavirus was man made. Yeah. Okay, fine. I mean, but let's also consider that the government could decide to keep that secret. I don't think that even if there was a chance of it being man-made, we would have heard anything. Even I don't even think that we would have heard anything about 
I only want it to be man-made so I can point to the aliens. That's all I care about. I just, I, <laughs> do, I highly doubt that if the Biden administration legitimately thought mm-hmm. that it was man-made, that we would have heard anything about it. I don't know, man. He's playing things pretty close to the chest. But it came. But the thing is, is that the there was a memo out that the Biden administration has told the National Security Council to continue, mm-hmm. right, to investigate whether it could have been man-made. Yeah. I feel like that doesn't even get out if they think there's a legitimate chance that it is man-made until they're able to prove it. Oh. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Aliens existed. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so emails. Well, okay, no, there's a difference between aliens existing and aliens having made contact with Earth. They've been to Earth, Jake. There's no way they Okay, haven't. but you can't say aliens <laughs> exist like as if I disagree with that statement. No, I can say it, and I will. But I don't disagree that I aliens know that. exist. That's why it's funny. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. <clears throat> so, how have you been? Okay. Let everybody know. I've been good. Yeah? You have the captain in you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I dude, Just, you've been going to some amazing, like, viewpoints, dude. Yeah, that one, that's a, that's a cool, that's a cool spot. Have you uh, been there before? Yeah, that's at, that's at uh, Lewitt. Point on Mount mm. St. Helens. I don't know where Mount St. Helens is. No, are you familiar with <laughs> Lewitt? I am very familiar with Mount with Lewitt. Lewitt. Yeah. Okay. Dang. The it keep, looked like the keeper dry. Of, the keeper of fire. Yeah, it's amazing what just a week of uh, 70, 80 degree temps will do to snowpack. Yeah. It's pretty much gone. Yeah, it looked like it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But well. the one cool thing is that with that, uh. Pretty much all of the trails that I've been wanting to go to, like my big, like my, I don't know, like my Mount Everest for the summer oh, is okay. to be able to get up to Coldwater Peak, which is like, you can see it from Lewitt Point and it's mm-hmm. way, 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 way up there. And it's like a really, really long like hike. on the mountain? Mm-hmm. Whoa. And it, it's like, it's like a peak that is all, like basically as tall as the peak of Mount St. Helens, I think. I don't know. Maybe it's oh, that high. it's not the mountain. It's just another peak on the mountain, right? But it's not the mountain. It's not the mountain peak. Gotcha. Yeah. Can you go up there? Yeah, on the mountain peak, you can. You can summit. You can get to like uh, the 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 dome of mm. the dome of the crater. But you won't. I mean, at some point, I want to. But you have to get a permit for that. What? Mm-hmm. Why? They only let so many people go up there because it's dangerous. Oh, like it could explode? No, just because oh. it's it's really loose and. Oh, dang! Don't do that. But Mount St. Helens is a really low elevation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hmm. why it's. I mean, I, Mount Hood still has a lot of snow on it. Why east? Mount Hood still has a lot of snow on it. <laughs> Did you like my post last week? I did. Yeah, I didn't notice it at first. I'm like, why is he sharing that? Like, I'm like, that's an older photo. Like, that's months old. That's why I shared and I'm it. I'm like, why is he sharing that? And then I noticed the second time I scrolled through it and saw that you had canceled, you had crossed out my tag of Mount Hood and, and canceled you, it. And you wrote Y East. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I went camping. You did go camping. It was Lovely's first time. <clears throat> There's something about. You know, I've used this expression like privately and when I've talked to like friends and family and stuff, but 
with the she's been diagnosed with ADHD mm-hmm. and when you have a kiddo with ADHD in a house it's like <laughs> you ever seen Flubber with mm-hmm. Rob Williams mm-hmm. it's like taking that Flubber and putting it in a little box and just it's just bouncing and going and going and going but then as soon as you like let that outside there's so much room for it to go and I feel like with her it's the same way you put her in a house and she's like Bew, 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 bouncing off the walls but you get outdoors and it's like it, there's so much space that everything just calms mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was cool um she rode horses and then she was like hey mom dad we had our first sleepover and we're like what do you mean and she's like well we're all sleeping in the same like tent like room it's like a sleepover it's like oh yeah she's like that's awesome like she was stoked on it hmm. so she had fun uh, there was a really nice disc golf course there. Um, I haven't played disc golf in, I don't know, maybe a year or two, but it was fun. Hmm. It was fun. I forgot how fun it was. And the kiddo went with me, and she was just like, uh, she's like, this is kind of like like hiking, but we we like have a game to play. And I was like, yeah. She goes, it's way more fun than just hiking. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we can. There's other places we can do it. There's a campground that we're going to. I think in July that has a pretty decent disc golf course. So we'll do it again there. Cool. Yeah. And where were you at? (laughs) What is it? Uh, Stub Stewart or something like that. Mm -hmm. LL Stub Stewart. It's over by like on the west side of Hillsboro, halfway between here and the beach. Okay. I think we're an hour from the coast. Um so you're an hour from the coast and you didn't go to the coast. Yeah, I haven't been in the coast in a long time. Although it was Memorial Day weekend and you don't want to oh, go anywhere dude. near the coast on no. Memorial Day. We were driving that direction because that's where the mm-hmm. campground was and there was so much traffic. Luckily, we could go around it <clears throat> to get to the campground, but it was gnarly. And I just, yeah, I didn't want to deal with all that. Yeah, We're, we're going to go to the coast, I think, soon. Um, we're trying to plan something with our sister-in-law and my sister-in-law and brother-in-law. Um, but haven't been to the coast in a long time. And she, you know, I don't know. Maybe Lovely doesn't care, but I think like she's from a coastal town. Mm. It's literally on the Gulf Coast. And so it's like, does she care about the beach? Like, really? Like, it's but, the beach. Okay, don't disrespect. I mean, it's just a rainy, dreary coast. She's from sunshine and palm trees and... And Toasty weather, no rock features, just flat, just flat sand. Yeah, boring. Yeah, no, dude, go to no, go to go to Cannon Beach. Cannon Beach sucks. You've never even been there. I've been there like once, a t- like ten years ago. Shut up! I'm not letting you disrespect <laughs> Oregon Coast like this. <gasps> it's not well, all the geologic, like amazing features of uh-huh. our emergent coastline. All of the like the rocks and the and the heights and right. the, when you go to Cannon Beach, mm-hmm. go to well obviously go to uh, go to Haystack and like walk out to Haystack. You can see the tide pools at the low yeah. tide. Um, but then go up to Ocola State Park, the overlook where you can look up the beach mm-hmm. and you can. It's just it's just incredible. Do all the touristy things. Well, that's what Cannon Wait. Beach is. Cannon I know Beach it is. is touristy. That is the most touristy beach town of all no time. No way. Seaside is. The most touristy beach yeah. town? 
depends on the. I would say Cannon Beach is low seaside, on touristy. Seaside wants to be like an East Coast beach town. Okay, with, I get what you're saying. With all like the carnival stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cannon Beach is more of that. It wants to be hipster. It like it. It really steers oh. into like the hip. It does the hipster touristy. I didn't know that because there's no there's there's of course you like it. There's zero. <laughs> You're there, such a hipster. There are no like um, corporation or food chain things there at all, including coffee. Right. There's no Starbucks, uh-huh. Dutch. Dutch Bros. There's none of that. It's like there's like all little owned shops. The only thing that I think that's a chain that's there mm-hmm. is Pelican Brewing. Mm-hmm. And that's because yes. there's, there's just multiple Pelican Brewing places. But my. Uh, Cody Reed always drives to Pelican Brewing. Always. Like, he'll just get up one day and go, we're going to Pelican today and drive there. Fill his growler and hang out and then come home. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. like that. I don't, I don't drink beer. Yeah. But I don't really care. I mean, I like um, some of those breweries have really good food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And your friend Cody might disagree with me. I'm sure he will if he loves Pelican that much. But I don't really think Pelican has that good of food. Oh, have you ate there and not mm-hmm. liked it? Yeah. All right. I got to let this dog out. Hold on one sec. Okay. All right. Well, if you're going to go to Canon, I just all I have to say is that I'll cue you in on some place to get away from people. So everybody wants to congregate to the rock. I think it's just a psychological mechanism. You see a big fucking thing, you mm-hmm. just want to walk towards it. Right. No matter which side of the rock you you park on, you just everybody just kind of moves that mm, direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you park at um, the Tolavana, um, it's like the Tolavana Park, right. and it's uh, it's outside the town. It's like south of the town, mm-hmm. and there's a Tolavana Inn, which is like a big hotel there. And you park there at Moe's, where, yeah. where Moe's yeah. uh, restaurant is, and instead of walking right, instead of taking a right and going north towards, towards Haystack, mm-hmm. you take a left. There's a whole bunch of cool rock features down that way, and then you can walk around this corner, and it opens up to this huge flat beach, mm-hmm. and there's like a... Um, like a uh, like a sea window wall that the the tide will come through but it creates like a really it's a it's like this doorway through mm-hmm. this rock feature and then you can walk through it and the light will shine back through it it's really really pretty mm. um i highly recommend going that way because nobody ever takes a left they right. always go right mm. towards a stack right. so it's a way to be in a cool beach town but it's a way to get away from people on the beach mm. that's the way that's what i would recommend and if you go to tolavana there's a whole bunch of like pet bunny rabbits that they've let people have let go so it's all these big fat like fluffy pet bunnies that just hop around uh, on the beach like near the beach yeah like right in all the grass areas at the oh. and yeah there, and then there's like a couple of the co- little coffee shops in that area they like i don't know they all feed the bunnies it's like this big thing it's like the bunnies of tolavana i don't know it's oh weird, weird. But it's kind of they dry the do- they dry the dogs nuts every time we mm. walk by with them yeah harrison would go crazy for that um. Yeah, but I just don't know. She's from a nice beach, so I don't know if she'd like ours. You're just never going to take her to a beach? <laughs> uh, she's seen the beach one time in Texas. She doesn't need to. Not one time, her whole lifetime. Okay, well, f- I mean, that's one beach. Yeah, but it's like, you've seen one beach, you've seen them all. Okay, well. <laughs> um, I, uh, you ever, no, what's your plan for camping? I'm so interested. Like, when are you going? What do you do? You have a plan? A plan? Yeah. For camping. You were going to go this year, right? Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> so you're not going. I just. You're not going. All right. Anyway, so. 
I'm going to camp, but if I'm going to camp, it's like in the process of doing like a really, really long hike. Yeah, you're trying to do, t- you're trying to go too hard, dude. You just need to find a nice little campground. No, that's yes. no, 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 no. Yes. No, no. See, no, I you're being uh, hoity toity right now. That kind of camping sounds absolutely no fun. I did that as a kid. I you had, didn't do it as you didn't do it right as a kid. on earth mm-hmm. would anybody want to? I do it just all the time. Drive to some random. I do it all place, the time. Pop up a tent and then sleep uncomfortably for a couple of days. Because you can go and you can travel and you can hike and you can ride horses and you can play disc golf and you can do other things and be outside. I can do all of those. In no, a you day no, and you still drive home That's and lame. sleep in my bed. See, you're just an elitist when it comes to that. I'm not an elitist. You just want to sleep in your. You're like the princess in the pea or something, dude. You can't sleep. You can't sleep outside once. Why? Because one day, like I saw this meme the other day. I don't know who posted it, but it said one bad day camping is still ten times better than one bad day at work. It's true. One bad day camping is still one. I know why you don't like camping. At least you're getting paid at work. You're. Paid... I mean, I'm salary, so I get paid camping. At work, you're getting. Well, so am I. <laughs> but the, the, the work. You can go out and yeah. you can not be being paid for camping. Yeah. And have a shitty time. Nobody ever has a shitty time camping. Oh, contraire. I've never had a shitty time camping. No. Ever. 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 Not once. Never once. You've never gone camping and mm-hmm. been like, eh, this wasn't great. Not even when it's been pouring down rain. Mm. And the tent is soaked and we're soaked and tent's kind of getting wet inside. I don't know, still, man. You are, still love you are it. very man coldy. Like, I am man. I'm big time man coldy. So I feel like you would have been. I feel like you're looking back at that time. I don't. I don't know you. Uh-huh. I, I didn't know you. You then. don't know me. <laughs> I didn't know you then. Yeah. So I can't. I guess like I'm just. I, I I'm just spitballing here. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. feel like you're looking back. And Jen, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. That he's looking back at this with rose tinted glasses. That you're looking back at this with rose tinted glasses. You were probably miserable then, and then now that you can look back at, I it and will be like, say hey, it wasn't that bad. The next time we went on that trip, we got a cabin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, but it's still it, okay. Yes, maybe it is rose tinted, but it's still like making memories. That's the whole point. That's the whole reason you sleep uncomfortably outside is because you're out there and you're still making memories. You're still sitting around the fire. I'm drinking the whole time. (laughs) So that's why I'm just chilled out, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's probably another thing. I don't know. I see. I think it's you and I are fundamentally different. Yeah. When it it comes to this, especially. And that is Kylie and I, when we hike and people like don't like going on hikes with us, we've discovered is because I'm, me especially, yeah. or I'm all about getting to the destination. For sure. Like, I, like, I'm not, in I've noticed. The, I'm not like in the hike to do the hike. I'm like, yeah. I want, this is where I'm going. I need to get there. Yeah. And once I get there, cool. And then I turn around and go home. Okay. I take my pictures and then I go home. Right. I go back. Yeah. So for me, getting to the destination and probably, I'm going to get bored, like, really quickly. Mm. Really, really quickly. I don't like just sitting. I just don't like just sitting. Dude, laying in a hammock, it's so just chill. 
Kyle and I got to this place <laughs> because we were out scouting for our engagement pictures, which we're doing at Lewitt. And uh-huh. um, and we were there at sunset because we we're going to be taking our pictures at sunset. This mm-hmm. was Monday night. And like it was gorgeous. The sun was setting. The clouds were perfect. Like it was it was just the most picturesque scene. Like looking at the mountain peak from where we were with the sun where it was, mm-hmm. you could not have asked. Like it, it looked like you're looking at an LCD screen. Like okay. it didn't look real. It right. was so beautiful. When I sat, like I was like, let's sit down and just look at this for a second. Like, cause I spend so much of my time, like trying to get to the destination. Yes. That I don't ever stop and smell the roses. Yes. I sat down for 30 seconds and I'm like, Oh, let's go look over here. Let's go. I, w- I want to go look uh, at the boundary trail to see where the, where that trail starts to get me to where I want to go next time. So and lame, so dude. I just don't think that I would. Ha- I would. I would be so. We are bored. very different. I would be so bored just chilling. Nope. And sleeping uncomfortably. Nope. So the Let only. Me, ti- yeah. So the only type of camping I can be doing is if I'm sleeping because it's a necessity to get me to <laughs> the destination that I want to go to. That's terrible. So I will camp along a trail, like yeah. basically primitive. Or yes. in a hammock or something like Got that. You. But just going to some random campsite with all a whole bunch of other people and their smelly kids and stuff like Whoa, kids aren't smelly. Kids are smelly. They are the worst, dude. Um yeah, we're very different because I can like uh one campground that I camped out that was really, really fun was um Nahalem Bay. Mm. And that is right there, like there's the sand mount, dune mound. Mm-hmm. And then the coast, the yeah. beach. So you just can't. Cool. And we just hike over and just you're on the beach. Mm-hmm. And when we went, it was beautiful. Um, so that I like, I really like camping at the beach. My biggest thing, I think, is because I'm a fish, I need to camp near a body of water. Mm. So this campground we went to last weekend was not at a body of water. And so it was just like, eh, it was cool. We're hanging out. I'm playing this card game with the kids. And, um, that was fun and playing disc golf was fun um but mostly just chilling and reading watchmen and hanging out mm. that was fun for me um but typically let's go near a body of water let me get out and swim a little bit let me be a fish well especially like how warm it was this weekend yeah it's not sucky. being near not being near water yeah yeah it kind of sucked mm-hmm. but it was still fun to go out it's still fun to sleep in the woods sure. i slept like a baby on my mattress. I'm not sleeping on the ground, dude. I got a pretty nice air mattress. <laughs> I don't know. You're funny. You ever just look at the stars, dude? Or are you like, how am I going to get to that star? How did they get here? Well, I mean, I like looking at the stars. For five seconds, and then you're like, next. Well, I like taking pictures of the stars. Oh, you're such a nerd. I don't know. Just stargaze. Enjoy it. The beauty. I just... I don't know. Stop I, and smell the roses, Jacob. What's weird is like I get frustrated at Bo because Bo has even shorter of an attention span uh, in terms of sitting around. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, Bo, let's just hang out. And then, but then I'm like, yeah, I want to go too. <laughs> That's so weird. That's so weird. I, I, I mean, you're just built different. I can't do that. I want to see stuff. I want to look. Like, like with the hiking through the um through the disc golf, it's not. You're not. The destination isn't the 18th hole. It's the journey. You're playing disc golf. You're throwing it. You're stopping. You're looking around. You're like, whoa, this place is beautiful. Yeah, but you're chasing your score. Okay. 
you're chasing something different in in a like in a different context. Right. You're chasing something different. You're competing against yourself. Okay. Okay. You're Maybe. competing against a score. Like in your, but in I your, feel like there's more opportunity mind, to look your, around. In your mind, you have what you want to score. Yeah, and you're trying to one, and you're trying to accomplish, goal. and you're trying to accomplish that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You probably would have been mad at me for stopping and just enjoying the view as many Pro- times as I did. Probably, probably. <laughs> well, the good thing is, is I was with a child who can only throw like ten feet, so every hole was like nine throws. So mm-hmm. I got to just. <laughs> she's like, wait, where's your disc? I'm like, oh, it's way up there. I so you got to play best ball. Best ball? Yeah, have you ever played base, best ball in golf? So if no. you got two people and you both hit, mm-hmm. and you just play off of whichever one is best. Oh. So that's a probably a way to speed it up with her. That's not like, a bad idea. You throw, and then like you let her throw, and like, oh, yours is best, and then like mine's best. I mean, and then mine will th- always be best. Until she gets better. Until she gets but better. But there might be some place when you guys are putting mm-hmm. that you know she might... Mm, that'd be fun. Yeah, I I don't know how disc golf works, but I'm sure there's like a it's putting, like a yeah, putting yeah. aspect. There is a putting it. aspect. Yeah. It's just throwing it closer from closer range. Mm-hmm. That's I've never heard of that. That's cool. Uh, I don't know if I can see her getting into that, but um, wow. Okay, learning a lot about you today. I feel like we're on this this journey of finding out who Jake is mm. because my next topic is uh, like Tobias was a never nude. Yeah. You were a never naughty. Okay, context. Tobias <laughs> is a character from uh, Arrested Development. Yes. And he's never been He doesn't nude. like being nude, so he wears uh, shorts under everything, like cut-off shorts and everything he wears. Mm-hmm. In a conversation last weekend, was it last weekend? Last Friday with Yumi and Jesse, we discovered that you're, you were never naughty, and you were always a good boy, and you never did bad things. No. That's insane. That's insane. I literally exploded my toilet with a waterproof firework <laughs> when I was a kid. Uh, have you ever skipped school? Skipped school? Yeah. Um, on senior skip day. That's the only time? Mm-hmm. Holy shit, Jake. I'm just, it's a, I couldn't believe it when you said it. Like, we we're just naming, have you ever ate someone's house? Nope. Oh, my God. Have you ever? Why would you want to do that to somebody? Who cares? There could be the worst. I'm, you, you're telling me there's not one person you'd like to do that to? Well, when I was in high school and that seemed like something that was worth doing to get yeah. back at somebody, yeah. I always felt bad because then their parents would have to be the one to clean it. What? Why should the parents have to suffer because of their shitty kid? No, if somebody eggs my house, I'm instantly assuming. Well, it, it is nobody me. ever egged my house. Well, yeah, for me, my sister had friends that egged the house, <laughs> or people that were in her like orbit that egged the house. And who cleaned it? My dad. Why? Because my sister wasn't going to do it and didn't or couldn't do it or didn't know how to do it's it. It's not properly. his fault he got egged. So that's a it, teaching moment. To do what? To teach her. Hey, one day you're going to have kids and your house is going to get egged. Here's how you clean it off. Yeah, my dad just tracked down the parents of the people who did it. How did he know? uh, It was pretty obvious. Oh, so he told on him? Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's Mm -hmm. all getting very clear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Someone eggs your house. Do you track down the parents of the kids? 
No, I'd probably just clean it. <laughs> I'm not. A, I don't like confrontation. <laughs> didn't I, did I tell you the time Cody reneged my house? I think I told that story on yeah. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, he had to clean it, <laughs> which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But man, just. Like, we were talking about all the naughty things we did as kids, and you just never done them. No. You're such a good boy. You're yeah. the best boy, dude. Apparently, yeah, well, still got yelled at a lot. Well, I'll never yell at you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you'll you. Just compl- you'll just remind me of the one time I didn't go floating. Oh, Always. yeah, I'll never let that go. <laughs> That's always just in my back pocket, dude, until you do go floating. Mm-hmm. Um, So, I was... uh. Did you hear about... Do you know who Andy No is? Andy No. N-G-O. I, the name sounds really familiar. What is... Who is he? He's like a right-wing uh, journalist, air quotes. No, I don't know this guy. Okay, so he's a conservative, American conservative journalist. Um, he's an editor-at-large for the Post-Millennial, a Canadian conservative news website. Um, he's a regular guest on Fox News from Portland, Oregon. That's unfortunate. Yeah. So he, the other night, um, during, uh, so it was the anniversary, it was the one year anniversary um, from when George Floyd was murdered. So there was like protests and demonstration downsta- uh, downtown Portland. Mm-hmm. So somebody sends, sends me an article about Andy No being chased and assaulted. During the protest. So he's down there being a right-wing protest. Provocateur is what it seems like. Mm-hmm. And I'll get to why I've made these assumptions about this person. Um, but turns out he ran in... Oh, what was the hotel? He ran into um, the Nines Hotel mm-hmm. because he was being chased by a mob like looking for his head. Dude, the, n- the Nuggets were in the Nines Hotel. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so like the whole whole hotel like was on lockdown and stuff, because they were chasing Andrew No, and they he ran into that hotel, and they had to like lock down the hotel and stuff, and the Nuggets were in there after the game. Anyways, hmm. so if you Google Andrew No, like, and so I did, I was like, who is this guy? Like, why do I care that he was being chased by the mob downtown? Um. So I started finding out that he's um, he's a, a right wing journalist and et cetera. So I'm like, okay, he's you know, he for, to me, I don't know. I uh, for I'm just now thinking about this, but I'm always assuming that right wing journalists are always just like these provocateurs, like these shitsters. And I don't really see that. I mean, I'm sure there are examples, but I can't think of one. So tell me if you do of left wing journalists who are shitsters. I, Klepper, maybe? I mean, he's not really a shitster. Right. I mean, he, he just goes to events that are already... I don't know. I guess he kind of does the same right, thing. Right, right. But he doesn't, like, say stuff to people... To elicit. To elicit, yeah. like, violent responses. Right. Um, but then you could say, like, well, those, those protesters aren't violent. But then I would say the Capitol... Right, right. <laughs> the capital, the storming of the capital. Right. Uh, Which then is the argument then that the left wing protesters are violent, more violent in their response to the to the sorry the left left wing quote protesters are more violent and in response to right wing provocateurs become violent or are they 
provoked into violence. I'm not there, so I can't. Yeah, I'm just throwing that that idea out there. I'm not looking for an answer, really. But I I think both sides. I I would say that there are good people on both sides. Extremists. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I could. uh, Extremists uh, are extremists for a reason. Right. They're generally driven by emotion. So I think that uh, responses, violent responses, can be equally elicited um, if the right triggers are hit. Uh, The as far as I don't know, I, I feel like there are a lot of the left wing journalists we just don't pay attention to, right? As collectively, like they're not Mother Jones, right? Huff Post, yeah. Like these people are the the writers for the for those publications are write just as ridiculous things, yeah. Equivalently ridiculous things that the that someone some conservative right media people right. right and you're just like i just i don't i don't know i i just really feel like they have the influence and they don't that's a good point that that right wing conservative they put the, like the crowders the, the yeah. no guy that's what i was gonna they say put themselves out there what's interesting is i you know the crowder he doesn't write for anybody he's kind of his own publication mm-hmm. and, and and has his own thing but andrew no you know, people know that name. I would assume more than the actual medium he writes for mm-hmm. or is a part of than who he actually is. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Like the name is from the individuals is more significant than who they work for. Yeah. Um, Crowder. I mean, he's louder with Crowder. It's his show. It's his thing. But I don't know. It's interesting that these these individuals become more. I don't I would I would doubt that Joey is more significant than Patriot Prayer. I think more people would know Patriot Prayer than they would know Joey Gibson's name. But well, I same thing with uh Proud Boys. How many people can name Gavin McInnes? Right, right. So even though he's not associated with them anymore, but he started them. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh first thing though, I think I think the counter argument would be yeah. just to point it throw it out yeah, there yeah. and we can buy it, we can try to we can argue with it's valid or not. But they would I think they would say, well, the the real provocateurs don't have to go out and make names for themselves on social media because they're already employed in the biggest mainstream news conglomerates. Right. Because other than Fox mm-hmm. All the other mainstream media outlets are all slanted liberal anyway. Yes. So yeah. they have more prestigious posts and they already have their platform mm-hmm. every night on a regularly scheduled network that mm-hmm. millions of people are watching. So they don't have to go out and try to spin narratives through provocateuring because mm-hmm. they already because the mainstream media is already biased to that left wing. Oh, slant. interesting. Interesting. I think that would be the counter argument. Right. <clears throat> I think it's an interesting argument. Anyways, Andrew No, annoying because didn't know he was a right wing anything, didn't know anything other than just like Googled his name and then clicked images. Mm. This is my first experience with him. Did not know he was uh, a right wing provocateur, didn't know any of that. So I search him, I click images and instantly have made the assumption that one is a provocateur and he's a victim. He's a victim. Every image of him, when you look oh, at him. victim in quotes. Yes. Okay. He's got a black eye. He's got milk on his face from being pepper sprayed. He's just like 
all these images. He's him taking selfies of him like after he got attacked by quote Antifa because that's who he said did it. Um, to me, when I Google your name and every images of you is is I just feel like it's des- designated or in- intended to make to elicit emotion. Mm-hmm. I'm just like okay. So I see these pictures. He's all like milked out, and I'm just like, all right, who the f is this guy? Like, why is he so sad all the time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I look, and no, I find out because he's punching the face every time he turns a corner. That's what I'm saying. That's I'd why he gets too. chased down and attacked. I guess he um, he does have a very punchable face. Very punchable, and there's some people that unfortunately have that. Um, but for him, it's when you say shit like. <laughs> Obviously, we are proponents of freedom of speech, but that doesn't mean freedom of speech without consequences. And when you when you are offensive to elicit emotion or reaction, it's going to piss people off. Mm-hmm. So him him going down to George Floyd's like the protests and and stuff downtown as a reaction to George Floyd. What are you? No, why would you go? You go. You put yourself in those situations to be a provocateur and become a victim. Mm-hmm. See, look at what Antifa did to me. I had to put milk on my face. It's like, I had to hide in the Nines Hotel. They were trying to kill me. Okay, well, what if you weren't there? Like, I'm not going there. I 100% absolutely believe George Floyd was murdered by the police. And I can support that, and I can be a proponent of, like, spreading this idea of, like, police aggression and police violence. But I don't need to go downtown because I know that there are possibilities of it getting out of hand. That's not something I'm interested in doing. And I am on the side that agrees with them. Mm-hmm. So why would you, somebody who's known as a provocateur and somebody who disagrees with them, put yourself in that situation? But isn't that a problem, though, if that if that group is already such a powder keg that they can just snap on That anything? is a problem, yeah. And then so... I'm sure Andrew knows question would be why are they allowed to have free reign of the streets? Yeah. When they're, they're basically a powder keg and they're going around terrorizing. I mean, I went people. off on Portland last week. <laughs> it's, it's rough, but I think that's a great point. Like when, if, if I were in a, if I were in a de- quote demonstration or, or protest of some kind like that, you and I have talked about this multiple times, but the idea of just once you become violent, I, I don't understand. Your message is lost. It gets lost. And now you're, you've allowed people to control the narratives about you. And the Andrew knows of the world. Yeah. Yeah. So if you just like, hey, buddy, come on in and join us. What's he going to write? There's nothing there to write. Because honestly, even Joey Gibson walking down the street and he's like filming himself and people are like pushing him and shoving him. Just leave him alone. Mm-hmm. And then he's got nothing. Yeah. He literally has nothing. Well, he went to, I mean, case in point, he went to our alma mater, Washington State, Vancouver, yeah. looking looking to get into one of these skirmishes. Great, with, great example. With, with college kids. Yes. He went there under the guise of, oh, I'm, just, I'm just going there to ask questions. And then nobody, everybody engaged with him respectfully. Yep. And he looked like a complete idiot. Oh, he got owned. Uh, is that video still online? I, it probably Ooh, is. Ooh, I'm going to find it. Because... Mm-hmm. He yeah he came out there looking for that liberal war, mm-hmm. and students were just like, "Dude, you don't understand. Oh, you're all getting indoctrinated. How would you know that? 
oh, your professors are telling you how to be like, be like this and do this. And everybody stood up for their professors and was like, no, they tell us to think for ourselves constantly and do the research on our own. Dude, he just, he, I, his whole demeanor, like you watch the, I, I remember, I remember this. He went to Clark college and got the combativeness that he was looking for mm-hmm. came to WSU and nobody engaged that way, but very civically and just had a dialogue with him and he just he looked weak he looked coward like Mm -hmm. there's nothing he could do because he wasn't getting the responses that they wanted and even his arguments had well thought out counter arguments by the students and it all was genius Mm -hmm. genius that's a great point yeah so if everybody was to do that like what's up dude how you know what's going on (laughs) then there you take everything away from them but instead people get so emotional and they see him or they see other individuals like that. And even, even louder with Crowder. He does the change my mind. Mm-hmm. And he puts up very provocative signs that are like change my mind about this or change my mind about that. And they're they're intended to elicit these emotions from people. And he's never going to change his mind. You and I have talked about this a million times. But... There are people who are constantly driving by like, fuck you, dude. And like those guys always get put in the video and it looks terrible Mm -hmm. for what, you know, say he's at a college campus or whatever. If he's the opposition to liberals and he's constantly showing videos of liberals like, fuck you, you're moron. You know, it's like, dude, I'm just sitting here trying to have a peaceful conversation and everybody keeps telling me, fuck you. It's like, one, that's not what you're doing, but that's what it looks like you're doing. When you constantly have footage of you being mm-hmm. shit on. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. And I just, I hate that argument. I'm going to throw something so asinine out there and then put the onus on you to disprove it. Right. I hate, I hate that. I know that you do. That is so lazy <laughs> and dishonest. Well, what's he going to do? Post a, post a thesis and then say, hey, read this. Now argue it? Yeah. Yeah? Why can't we have that standard? I mean, in a public forum, could you? could at least have some f- at least don't put just some st- just some statement on a on a on banner a, on a banner and just sit there and sip your coffee yeah i love those like have like i don't know get up there with like your get up there with your 12 points i believe this because of xyz okay a plus b equals c and here's why see i like that because then you know where your the opposition is coming from because like in what what you hate about it is that he'll say, hey, this is a statement. And then he'll be like, tell me why it's wrong. And so people will start and then he'll get into the evidence and defenses that he has. Mm-hmm. But if you have that prior to sitting down, you can come back. You can at least be on equal footing with him. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, Trump is getting reinstated. Did you hear about that? What does he think reinstated means? He's just going to be back in <laughs> as president. Yeah, I think so. That's what he's telling people. I yeah I read I I saw Lincoln Project posted that he's been telling people close to him that he's going to be reinstated in August. August, yeah. This is the same. This is the same thing as the 18th century people who, or the or uh, more in pop culture reference. Yeah, you know in uh, uh, Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. the that group of guys that say Zorp 
the yeah. large lizard monster is going to come and destroy the earth. So then they show up and they, they run out of park every year and then they sell their flutes and they get all these people ready for the, for the end times. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't happen. And then he goes back and he sits with Leslie. Nope. He's like, I was looking at the text and I, and he's like, I can't believe I miscalculated. Mm-hmm. It's actually going to be this time on this date. And then Leslie Nope's like, well, the park's not open that date. And he looks at his, at the book again and he goes, how about this date? And she goes, we're open. He's like, yep. And then he leaves. Like, <laughs> it, I feel like this is Trump and his people right now. He keeps telling his followers, I'm going to be reinstated. It's going to be January 6th, yep. right? January 6th is when I'm going to be back in, in office. And then it's going to be this date. And it's going to be this date. And every time these dates move, they just move the goalpost again. Now it's August. Yeah. What? So he just does he need some money right now? Is that what he needs? He Probably. Needs, he, this, this is just some form of. Uh, yeah. But what if there's a giant like attack or coup like attack on august 20th dude how many subsequent days have there been since january 6th where he says he's going to be reinstated as president mm-hmm. again that have largely gone right because we're prepared for it now the reason why january what the main reason why january 6th was successful because he was president is because he was president yes. and he did nothing to stop it. yes and i mean he not only did he not do anything to stop it he instigated it. yes i hope that these people show up on the 20th trying to do something. August 20th? That's the date. My wedding day? Oh, shit, it is. <laughs> oh, shit, it is. Hilarious. That oh, is, I forgot. That is, it, it is the 20th or oh, the 21st. Sorry, Kai. We can't get married. I have to go try to help Trump become president again. Yeah. <laughs> no shit, right? We, we got to postpone the wedding to, uh, is this day free? Um, yeah, it was the 21st or 20th. I remember thinking that when I first read it. Um so yeah, it's that weekend. One of those days. I can't remember which days. I'm thinking it's the twentieth. But so yeah, I mean, the there the QAnon. I saw videos of people QAnon people being interviewed, and they think that the military is on the side of Trump, and that they are going to. Uh, there's a military coup in Myanmar or whatever mm-hmm. recently, and they are they are looking to that as inspiration of what they they want, a hundred percent genuinely want. To happen in the United States. Myanmar, which... Myanmar, there you go. Overthrew a democratically elected mm-hmm. government. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't like the outcome. Yes. And now is holding that entire country hostage. Yes. Through the threat of violence mm-hmm. and violence mm-hmm. against political dissidents. That's what these people want? They want it. In the interview with these people, they were saying... Look at my, Myanmar. That's what we want. That's what needs to happen. We need to have a coup and overthrow this government because it's the big lie. Yeah, I at this point. When you have people talking like that, I can't help but think that there are those who are going to try. I mean, they tried January 6th, but now they're looking at other political overthrows and saying that's what we want to happen in the United States and they mean it. Yeah. I mean, thankfully the, I mean, thankfully we have civilian control of the military. Yeah. And, uh, and we still have, thankfully our institutions weren't like in the four years that Trump was president, Mm -hmm. they weren't so eroded that they become lackeys to the, to the president, to the civilian control. Right. I mean, they still, they still, yes, they're civilian control, but they still swear an oath to the Constitution, mm-hmm. and that norm still means something to the right. people in charge, 
to the movers and doers in the military. So it's it's a pipe dream. It's not going to happen. Right. But it just shows you the threat that we're under. But what it if unveils the it unveils yes. the, ins, the this the insidious underside of the threat that we are we are currently seeing to our democracy. Yeah. Also, what if what if he wins again? And that is his target of undermining, is the military. Well, they're already they're already setting that stage. Yeah, Dan Crenshaw, Ted Cruz, Tom Cotton are all talking about the wokeness of the military. We need to have a masculine military. Jesus. It's trying to spin narratives and trying to take, trying to change the norms and the way that the military has always acted. Yeah, as a insulated, apolitical organization and mm-hmm. trying to make it political. Yeah. They're trying to make the, the military yeah, pl- a political arm of the government. Mm-hmm. That's the first step in making the military in, in first step in having the ability to have a military coup mm-hmm. is when the military thinks that it's a political organization. Yeah. Oh my. Look God. at no. Go look at the the his history of Syria mm-hmm. and how the Assad regime became to power. The Assad regime came to power in Syria through a military coup. Mm-hmm. The Alawite minority had control of the military because the British put them in control as part of their divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. Over time, that Alawite minority having control of the military overthrew the uh, the post-colonial government mm-hmm. in Syria and then have now ruled as a dictatorship since right. then. And you see this stuff repeated over and over and over again throughout history. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That... That's honestly so disturbing right yeah. now. I had no, I didn't know about that. Oh yeah, I'll send you the video. Because <clears throat> there was it a QAnon convention that it, they were interviewing. It these adds more at. context now to what I was reading about Crenshaw this morning, and he's a he's a he's a representative from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. He's the ex Navy SEAL, has an eye patch. He lost his yes, eye. Yeah. He lost his eye in combat. Yeah, and he's a veteran. Like, thank you for your service. But yeah. like, he's wrong here. What's he saying? He's he's talking about uh, we need he he put out this like anybody in the military please go on to my like please go on to my like my uh, my congressional website mm-hmm. and leave anonymous tips or or non anonymous tips about how you're seeing woke ideology and liberal policies in the military undermining like combat effectiveness, oh. basically like saying like allowing transgender right people to serve openly people who are lgbt basically lgbt plus community people Mm -hmm. serving openly right uh in the military and then women in combat roles Mm. and because of the military which started this push under the trump administration may i add Mm -hmm. you the military started instituting like like the the seal code yeah um change they changed the the seal like the navy seal the navy changed the navy seal code to gender neutral pronouns mm. to to help um women enter into seal like enter, enter into seal training mm-hmm. and crenshaw's all pissed off about that saying it's like woke ideology but the the navy did that under the trump administration for right. one and two the, the the navy and the commanders of socom like the the act like the advanced warfighter units mm-hmm. have all said women like they don't have a problem right there is no statistic there is no statistical evidence that shows that women in in advanced combat roles mm-hmm. undermines readiness right yikes dude i control the women 
control everything. Fucking make every, make, tail, every, make everything political. Wow. That's what it is. That's yeah. what that's what this that's what they're trying to do. That's scary. It's it's creating culture wars, right? And yeah. all these yeah. people who um never served. You see them in the comment sections. I saw <laughs> oh, that one yeah. I saw this one person uh big, did you hear about the the veteran in uh he was giving a speech at some South Carolina military cemetery, I think it was, it was somewhere in the Carolinas, mm-hmm. and he started. To, he was a he was a uh, he was a white veteran. I think he was like a major when he was in. He was giving some speech. It was planned speech, mm-hmm. and he's in there, and he's in his full like officer's uniform, and he starts talking about um, black military service, mm-hmm. and then his mic cuts out, and then everybody's thinking like, "Well, was that on purpose?" Mm-hmm. And then the, the 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 person in charge of like all the first person in charge of the event mm-hmm. later admitted that it was on purpose that he cut out the the veteran's mic. Yeah. Uh, when he started talking about black history in the military, mm-hmm. because uh, he's in to quote the person that's not on uh, that wasn't part of the point of the of the event mm-hmm. was to talk about black history we're mm-hmm. talking about military history not black history but he's talking about blacks in the military right and then i saw a comment underneath this that said people in certain people in uniform don't see color they only see green yeah as in like race and stuff like that doesn't yeah, yeah. exist to my point the military was segregated until after world war ii when truman desegregated the military so right you're telling me that the military has never seen color? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that is very funny because I hear it all the time. Like there are people I know who are veterans who constantly are told that there there is no color. We're all brothers in arms. Um, but the history, like you're talking about, of segregation in the military, is completely one not considered. But two, now we're moving from brothers to brothers in arms to Trying to keep it just brothers, no sisters, mm-hmm. right? It's just different forms of segregation. Yeah, yeah. Wow, dude. Even when the military wasn't segregated, yeah. in Vietnam, there was a lot of complaints that African American, like blacks, were being put into the worst places. Mm-hmm. Basically, as Canada oh fathers. yes, 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 yeah. Like they were just ten putting times, black people in the worst like, positions. Ten times more likely to be put into like frontline combat roles Whoa. over and over and over again, while rich white people were able to to draft dodge. Looking at you, President Bone Spurs. Yeah, President Bone Spurs. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, that's scary. And. These these other nations meddling in our elections and undermining our elections, this is this is panning out perfectly for them. The culture wars mm-hmm. and the polarization and the Trump for president. Well, think about it. Like we're, we're constantly told that Antifa is a threat to law and order. Mm-hmm. Antifa is a is trying to over trying to make this a communist nation. Mm-hmm. They're trying to. Th- they're trying to do all of this stuff, right? They're trying to destroy America. Right. But then this other group legitimately has said they want a Myanmar-style yes. military coup. And we're not supposed to... What? You're, you're willing to attribute all of Antifa 
to the greater Democratic Party, mm-hmm. but then you're just going to ignore QAnon. QAnon. Yeah. And that the fact that they're saying that, like I don't know, I feel like Antifa, it, and we talked a little bit about this. You see a lot of the narrative and conversation being anti-authoritarian, right? Mm-hmm. But I also think that there's there's an understanding of like, or an, or an idea, or those who, maybe it's more millennials than Gen Z, that are pushing for like, let's just make this a better place to live for everyone. Um, those who are on that side, right? Mm-hmm. But then, even anti-fascists who are saying like, look, dude, it's not equal for everybody, and we oppose fascism. But they they oppose it. They oppose fascism, but they're also they take it to the extreme of there can't be any ins- like our institutions mm-hmm. are rooted in racism, and therefore they have to be destroyed in order for there to be true equality. Mm-hmm. They Antifa's main goal is to basically tear down every institution that we have because right. history. I mean, as critical race theory would show, mm-hmm. it, everything is built on race. Yes. Yes. So if you adhere to that, how can an institution stand? You can't really correct the institution today because the the bedrock of that institution was right. formed on race. So you right. have to completely just tear down everything. Right. And have nothing? Well, then build up new institutions. Okay, inst- build, build up. Maybe, maybe it's build up maybe. new institutions. I don't yeah. know. They, yeah. call them, they claim themselves as anarchists. Oh, do they? As far as I, from oh. what my understanding of, is they, they call themselves anarchists. Okay. So maybe they're not for building anything. Back right. Up. That's interesting. See, I don't know enough about Antifa. But BLM, or but, for that but BLM, which is why BLM and Antifa can't be put together, but yet right. they consistently are. BLM yeah. is not about tearing down and not replacing. Yes. Great point. Great point. So anyway. On a theological level, they're they're opposed. Yes. Even though they might be unlikely allies at this current time because yes. they have the same they have the same enemy, but doesn't mean that they have the same Goals. core values. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Ready for this coup, dude? Wedding day coup. Wedding day coup. <laughs> uh, so I, I was I was watching some things, and I wanted to ask you. I just got to thinking. Um, I sent you a, some a question. Did you think about it? My favorite game show. Yes. Of all time. What was your favorite game show of all time? I liked The Amazing Race. Oh, so we're counting those. Okay, do you not want to count? Oh, I mean, because okay. I think the easy answer for me is Big Brother. Okay, so I was, I I thought that was a game show. But if you want to go like actual, I'm like, thinking like classic like, like game classic, show, like Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, uh, I really, I it would probably be. Gosh, okay, you <laughs> it's go, hard. You go, okay. and that way it gives you time. Okay, to, so I have like. Different. So my question was, is like, what are your favorite game shows and or game show? And like, what is one that you would like to go on? Mm-hmm. Um, so, when you know, as a kid, there's uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. You ever watch that? that was fun. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's, a, you know, they're bringing it back. Are they? With adults. Oh, lame. <laughs> but it's like the kids who the kids who were playing in that sh- game show are now the adults who are now going to be playing in that game show. It's not that they're not bringing back the same kids, but I think that's the idea. It's like okay. millennials, right? Sure. Um, that's a fun show, mm-hmm. um, especially like at the end, the last end part of it when you like get put into a video game. That was so rad. Yeah. Um, I also think about Double Dare on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't there like Guts where you had to like climb the mountain as part of it? That was like Gladiators for Kids or something. You ever see that? Yeah. Yeah. 
So those are all like fun shows that I thought, like, man, that's cr- look at these kids getting messy and wild, like swimming and playing in video games. Mm-hmm. See that part of it, like Nickelodeon crushed it for like the kids game shows. Um, other top game shows I, I wrote down were Cash Cab. Mm-hmm. See, that's a fun one. That's a fun one. Uh, it's trivia, but I think it's 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 kind of fun. Um, and didn't they have like little outs where you could like not necessarily phone a friend, but there were different. You could pull over, pull and over. Ask somebody on the, on the yeah, street. Yeah, see, that's fun. Yeah. Um, these are all shows that I think would be fun to be on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I put Fear Factor. Not necessarily what I want to be on, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I thought it was fun. Yeah. Because um, people are terrified, and then you got people like chugging horse semen and. Dude, there's some disgusting stuff on there. <laughs> I couldn't do any of it. No? No. Like any of the fear stuff? like Or like ingestion stuff? Fear or ingestion. I Are you afraid know. of heights? Yeah. Are you? Well, it's weird. Mm-hmm. I am, except when I'm hiking. I'll put myself in all sorts of crazy yeah, ass situations. That's what I'm thinking, dude. What are you most afraid of besides losing limbs? Like if you're on Fear Factor, what is the situation they could put you in where you're like, nope. Uh, confined spaces. Oh, interesting. Interesting. You know, I never thought that that bothered me until I got older. And I think maybe as I got older, it bothered me more and more. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine, like, you know, uh, uh, John McClane, like crawling through the vents and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, even thinking about that, I'm like, hell no, dude. I would not want to do. Obviously, if I'm fighting terrorists, listen, I'll do it. I'll mm-hmm. do it for America. Yeah. But if it's like, hey, climb through that vent. Nope, I'm not doing it. No way. So that's interesting. I could do it if it's a vent because you're moving. I'm talking about like being put in a box. Oh, it's it's the moving. It's mm-hmm. you don't want to just sit and chill for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta well, be well, going. No, because the nice thing about crawling through a vent is that is eventually you just if you can find it, there's an out. Right. Being in a confined box that's like locked, mm-hmm. there's no out. Mm. You could never be a magician, dude. No, no, I couldn't. <laughs> I'm not clever. Um, and then I think I think one that like I, I really fell in love with when I got older is um, another another one. Sorry, from my youth is uh, Supermarket Sweep. Oh, I love Supermarket Sweep. Yeah. Uh, and they have, have you seen the remake with Leslie Leslie Jones? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Same ideas, though? Yeah, it's the exact same thing. Oh, cool. It's just uh, Leslie Jones from SNL mm-hmm. is the host. Mm-hmm. I like, um, what's the Guy Fieri one? Like something about cooking. Yeah, but know. they're like in a grocery store, and they're like, um, "Here's here's what you have to make," and then he'll sometimes they'll spin some random thing that you have to incorporate into the meal. Mm-hmm. Then they said, then they like go, and then the people get to like run around the grocery store and get the items that they need to then try to make a a, a meal or a food based on different prompts. Mm-hmm. I find cooking shows to be the most boring really? thing on the planet. You're we- you don't cook though. That's why. You're starting to. Maybe you'll get into it. No. Give it like five years. You'll be all about cooking What am shows. I going to do? No. There's you're going to m- go out. You're going to buy like top of line steak, bottom shelf discount buns, and you're just going to That's the, you're gonna be that guy. <laughs> uh, what's your, what shows do you have? Well, what did you think of? Um, I really I like, mentioned them. Sorry if I did. Well, Supermarket Sweep was like mine. That would be the one I would want to be on. Uh, but we're not to that question yet. Yeah. The, uh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, excuse me. Finish your yawn um, there, bud. Uh, the mole. 
You ever watch The Mole? The Mole, you talked to me about this one time. Yeah, there's like one, it's like all these people and there's, they have to do, the team has to do all of these quests. Yes. And then, but there's one person who's trying to undermine the whole the thing. Saboteur. And they're trying to find out who the mole is. See, that would be fun. What if you're not the mole, though? I still think it'd be fun. Oh. I wouldn't want to be You wouldn't want to be on I would be a terrible mole. Oh, okay. I would be a really good team player. Okay. I, I agree. I would love to be. I, I know it's not what you were thinking about. I would love to be on The Amazing Race. I think that I would be so good at it. Just like I would be on Big Brother. Mm-hmm. I know I would be good on Big Brother. I would not want my family and friends to watch, though. Because, look, I'm going to have to get... I would have to manipulate people and say terrible things. Mm. <laughs> uh, have you seen the this video? It's uh, it's a Netflix, The Circle. Oh, is it like a reality show? Kind of, yeah, where they're, they're put... Everybody's in their own apartments. But I've seen like the, a trailer in, for like, it. The building, and yeah. then they there's some people who are catfishing, and some people who are who are real. Pretending to be people, yeah. Uh, and then and then you got to try to figure out who who is the catfish, but then also become the most popular. And if you're the most popular, you win. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Kylie was watching Sounds it. So dumb. So I was watching. If I I caught a few episodes anyway. Now you want to be on it? No, I don't oh. want to be on it. What's the amazing I'm race? Sh- that's the one. I mean, where... of course, you want to be on the Amazing Race because you're like moving and constantly f- going, moving to a n- new destination. Yeah, and you're racing people. <laughs> let's let's like, switch. Like, like the logistics of it all would be so fun to like. No, I've got to get here. We have to get here. We have to Dear do this. God. Like, that'd be so fun. Let's flip. And plus, it. you're doing it with like your best. I wish friend. we could do this. Flip it, and then if real world like we get to do it, you are now put into Big Brother, and I have to compete on Amazing Race. Oh, I would be out so fast. <laughs> would you quit? Huh? Would you quit? I would I I would probably I wouldn't win. I would probably hold my own because I think I'm pretty good at creating like interpersonal connections. Yeah. But I would leave myself so vulnerable to all the manipulators mm. that eventually I I would make it because I'm likable, mm-hmm. I would make it I wouldn't be like the first gone, but I'd right. be like middle middle of the pack For sure. and then gone. But you're stuck in a house. That would suck. That's what I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. And now I'm here travel, having to travel the world. Not that that would be the worst part about but it. You but you can't leave the house at all in Big Brother? He- no. Oh, that sounds awful. There's a backyard, but it's all fake grass and like a pool. No. That sounds <laughs> awful. I've never watched The Amazing Race. Mm. I know that there are people from Big Brother who have gone over to that. Mm-hmm. but um, Could you do Survivor? I don't know. I've never watched it. you never watched Survivor? Isn't it like basically Big Brother? But yeah, outside? but it's outside, and you're trying yeah. to like survive off the wild. But there's two tribes, and they compete, mm-hmm. and then the losing tribe each week has to vote somebody off until they get down to like five or six people. Then they can bind the tribes. Oh, interesting. Of their own, if you lose that week, you have to vote someone of your own off. Mm-hmm. Oh well, then you vote the weakest link off, dude. Ooh, weakest link. <laughs> that's one I would be on. A game show? Yeah. What is it? Uh, I don't remember it. That's the one where there's like it starts with like nine people, uh-huh. and it's like rapid fire trivia questions. Okay, and then like each que- each subsequent question that each like each person and it just goes from one one like person ne- next person next person next person, and it, as you get answers right in a chain, mm-hmm. the amount of money that each question is worth goes up oh. until someone you can then bank it and it brings it back down to a hundred dollar question. Or if somebody answers incorrectly, you lose all the money that you had stacked up. Oh no. So it's like trying to be smart about That'd banking and there's like eight rounds each after each round, you get to vote off who you think the weakest link is. So it's either, it's a combination of trying to vote off 
idiots who are costing you money, but then mm-hmm. also trying to vote off the smart people who you think are going to mop you up mm-hmm. in the finals. So it's oh. like, it's actually really fun. But, but the trivia questions aren't like Jeopardy, like hard questions. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. like more pop culture, like stuff that you oh, can, that's stuff that you can get quickly mm. because you only have like five seconds or six seconds right. to answer the question. So. See, I like Jeopardy. I like I really started liking it as I got older, and I think it's because I know more. So when I'm watching the trivia and they're going through history, and I'm and bad at Jeopardy. Are you? I'm really. But Kylie and Taryn, uh, Kylie's sister, watch Jeopardy all the time. They mm-hmm. love it. I'm terrible. I'm terrible at it. Interesting. I'm terrible at it. I feel like I'm surprisingly decent at it. Like I'm surprised that I'm okay at it. Sometimes. Sometimes I have no idea what the hell they're talking about. But sometimes I, I find myself like getting some of the answers right, and I'm like, whoa, no way. Um, classics. Two classics I was thinking about were. Uh, one that I think I would hate mm-hmm. is password. I don't remember password. So password is like you'll get a word that is, let's say the word is cell phone. Okay. And you and I are partners. And I get the word cell phone, but I have to get you to guess the word cell phone. I only get to say one word to then prompt that is going to try to trigger and prompt you to say cell phone. Isn't that kind of like the game show that Joey Tribbiani was on? Yeah, it was Password. Oh, was it Password? I'm pretty sure. Or was it Million Dollar Pyramid? See, those are the two. I like Pyramid. Pyramid is fun. He might have been on Pyramid. Mm. But Password, is. it just seems so hard to me, dude. Like, what is one word that I'm going to say that's going to get you to say what I want you to say? That's too much pressure. I, don't, I, would, I would hate that. But Pyramid... That's fun, mm-hmm. where you get to say multiple words, like to think like things on the ceiling, and I say like fan and you know lights mm-hmm. or whatever, and then you guess like things on the ceiling. Yeah, that's, that would that's, be fun. That's million dollar pyramid. Yeah, yeah, that's See, the one that Joey Tribbiani was on. I'm all about that, but the password I couldn't do it. Yeah, the other thing about weakest link that's fun is the the host uh-huh. is really snarky. Uh-huh. It's like the original host. I don't know who she was. Yeah, but she was like really, really like rude to people and uh-huh. then they brought on for the remake they brought on jane lynch oh okay and she's really good in that role really mm-hmm. mm. she just roasts people i didn't know getting, they still did it for getting people yeah it's new like it's uh they re-brought it back out see for some reason like i always thought like having like the game show network would be kind of a fun channel to have mm-hmm. just to watch like new games old games i bet you love steve harvey and family feud huh I do like Steve Harvey. Oh, Feud. you do? Yeah, I didn't really care for Family Feud when it was the guy that played Alan from Tool Time, uh-huh. uh, but or Home Improvement. Yeah. And but I, I do really like Steve Interesting. Harvey. Interesting. Okay. He's funny because the way he interacts with people. Right. Some people on that game are so bad. They're yeah. so dumb. So dumb. So dumb. That would be a fun show to go on. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a new game show that's out. I'm trying to think of it, but keep talking. I'm, I'm got to gotta research it because I can't remember who the actress's name is. She's the host. An actress of the ho- is the host. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Family Feud would be fun to go on, but oh, man. I like Celebrity Family Feud too because you also get to see some celebrity like families and friends go together at it. But I think that if it, I was on Family Feud, oh, I, I don't like Steve Harvey. I, don't, I think I don't like him. I can't tell. Really? Like I think he's kind of annoying, but then sometimes he has some like good ones. But He definitely acts everything up. Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, here's an interesting question. What Do you think you could be a game show host? 
Oh, Press Your Luck is the game that Elizabeth uh, Banks is currently hosting. Oh, currently? Mm-hmm. Oh, Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. Yeah. You can win a ton of money on this game. Do you watch game shows? My parents do. Oh, because like I feel like they you do. do. Is they watch it all the time. And when I lived there, I had to listen to them all. Dude. My mom watches... Uh, Every morning I woke up to my mom or my dad watching during the summer last year watching uh, Price is Right with Jim Carrey oh. or Drew, Drew Carrey. Carrey. Drew Carrey. Dude, I'm pretty sure there's a, yeah, dude, there's a press your luck scandal where the guy won like $110,000, but he had figured out from watching the show that there was a pattern. Oh really? To the game, mm-hmm. and so he went on and manipulated the game and won like a bunch of money. There's some. There is an old game that's very similar to Press Your Luck. Mm-hmm. That the same. This guy went on and mopped it up, and then they had to cancel it because the guy figured out that there was an algorithm. Like, a, yeah, he figured out the algorithm. I think we're talking about the same thing. Yeah, but this was like an old show back in the seventies. Yeah, we're talking about the same thing. Okay. I thought it was Press Your Luck, but maybe I'm thinking about what you're thinking about. Okay. I don't know what it was though. But it was similar to Press Your Luck, where you had to like, like yeah. press the button at a certain time. It's kind of like that uh, arcade game where you're trying to win tickets, where the the light goes around. And you have to press it at the right time to get it into the yeah yeah. So you want to try to not get what they call uh, I don't. It's just like little red demon thing. I forget what they call it, but then you lose everything that you've earned to that point. If right. You, if you land on one of those, I don't know what it was called, dude. But I think we're talking about the same thing, but I don't remember. But this guy this guy goes on there and he wins I think he ends up winning like three hundred thousand dollars. He wins Tesla he won like his and hers Tesla cars. Like this dude mopped up. On this press your luck? Yeah. It's like oh. a big like the returns on this game show, it may it's a crappy it's kind of a crappy game, but the returns make it worth watching because you people are winning like people won like the the episodes i won people won like like a lot of money to the point where even like on this episode i'm talking about like elizabeth banks was losing her shit because this guy was doing so well really maybe it was the guy i don't know maybe it is a guy that no because what i'm thinking about is like old school like 70s and it might have been pressure luck but i have no idea Hmm. Hmm. anyway there's a current iteration with elizabeth banks as the host okay so Game show all time, you're doing Amazing Race. Yeah, but if I had to go like on like a one shot, yeah, like you're on for this night, yeah, I think I would do uh, just because I feel like I would be the the one I would be best at mm-hmm. would be Wheel of Fortune. Oh damn, really? Mm-hmm. Like figuring out those words? Hell no, I do not think I would be good at that. <laughs> um. Obviously, I choose Big Brother, but I think I'll end with I would choose. Shoot, I think something like Pyramid. Okay, throwing words out there, getting me to guess it. I think I'm a good guesser, and I have good uh, prompts. Mm. See, I'm too slow. I'm quick. That's why I'm, I'm not. Fast. That's why I'm not good at Jeopardy. It's because I, I'll know the answers, but I'm I'm too like thinking about it. To, Mm-hmm. Like going through the catalog of important random, information random that you have in there. In my brain. Whereas the nice thing about, uh, nice thing about wheel is yeah. that you can sit there and you can look at it for a while. Have you ever seen the South Park episode? A Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> People <laughs> who annoy you. <laughs> and he's like, "Wait, can I? 
Can I say it? Oh my god. Can I say it? It's All right, I'm gonna so say it. Bad. All right, bye guys. The word is naggers. <laughs>